Welcome to another episode of Build Your Authority with me, Fergus Matheson. Today's guest is Anne Boney. She's, her book is called Get Them, Get Them Over It. Thank you so much for joining me today, Anne. It's great to be here with you, Fergus. Thank you. No problem at all. So Anne, if you could briefly introduce yourself to the audience and briefly introduce people to your book. Yeah, sure. So my name is Anne Bonnie. I am a change ninja. You know, I, change has been something that I've been dealing with my whole life. Uh, in second grade, we moved to Saudi Arabia from Missouri in the United States. So kind of traveled all over the world when I was young that I've had a lot of jobs. And so when I was in New York working for a large corporation, I decided I wanted to become a speaker. And when I thought about, you know, what do I want to speak on? Change was just the natural thing for me to speak on because I have a lot of experience with it. I have a lot of knowledge. I've also learned a lot of skills to help myself through it. So as I developed my speaking career, of course, a book was going to make sense. So uh, in 2019, actually the end of 2019, I published my first book, which is Get Over It, which helps people with tips on embracing the discomfort of change. And then the one that just came out, Get Them Over It, that you just mentioned, is for leaders because I also do leadership training. And so this book, has tips for leaders on helping their teams embrace the discomfort of change. So how do I manage through change? Because oftentimes, you know, a leader, a manager, a supervisor, whatever in a company may be fine with change themselves. But when we're dealing it with, with it at our company or our organization, we have to deal with everybody else's resistance to change too. So I thought it would be a great, just it's, it's a light tip book. You open it, you read one or two tips, and then you marinate on that and try to put that into action so that it's, it fits into your life. Sounds brilliant. So where was the, the light bulb moment that was, I've got to write this now, now or never? Uh, <laughs> the pandemic, kind of, uh, because, you know, as as change is a constant in life and in business, but the pandemic sort of fell it down on everybody's heads. And so, you know, leading through all of these changes and all of this discomfort and all of this kind of chaos, it became much more relevant to absolutely everybody. And so that's when I said, all right, Anne, you got to finish, finish, get them over it. So, so that's out there for people. How hard was it to, to actual, actually write the book itself? Um, well, since it's a tip book and each tip, there are 57 tips and get them over it. And since they're only a page long, it's relatively small uh, pages. It was pretty easy and this is stuff I speak on and teach through my workshops and, and trainings and things. So it's already stuff I was speaking on a lot. So I had the language around it. And I have a great editor where once I jot it down, usually in, uh, in wine bars in airports, I would send it off to him and he would fix it up. But uh, yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't that difficult of a process, thankfully, because part of it is also in my voice. So I didn't have to be too careful with the language. I mean, I needed to be careful with the language, but I wanted it to sound conversational, sound the way I talk, because again, people pay me to speak. So it also became a way for people to see my voice and the way that I present material. Have you, have you always found that easy to do as in sort of link the two? You mean the writing and the speaking? Yeah, as in mm -hmm. get it in your voice kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. In fact, that's been a great writing process for me. Instead of sitting down to write it, I have some (laughs) quote unquote trauma from high school English class, you know, where you always get the page back with all the writing on it. And so I'm always a little hesitant to write stuff down. But now with voice recorder on my phone, I'll just talk through the tips that I can just, uh, create the transcript for that. And now I have it all written out and I can just edit the writing rather than having to write it actually out. So that actually was a, was a good process for me in creating the writing. Yeah. Because you almost from that, from that transcript, you, you get the feeling of that individual, don't you? There's no, there's no messing about that's in your own words. That's, that's your own sort of maybe even your personality or the comedy or the entertainment that you want to put into the book it's already there on paper. It's exactly right. And it's so much easier for me to create that out of my mouth than out of my fingers trying to type it on the on the keyboard. That's fantastic. Fantastic way. I've, I've obviously been interviewing quite a few authors and, and this is the first time that I've heard them actually saying that, that like almost like a shortcut that they've they've used. And with today's technology, it makes it so easy to create a transcript, do talk to text, whatever. It makes it so easy to put the words on the page. Was this, I know that you said that you write it down on beer mats and all, all sorts of napkins and all sorts of things, but but did you actually go around and almost like sort of dick the phone, like sort of take notes as you, as, as you went? Like a of lot thing? of it. A lot of it. Yeah, I did. Uh, where where I had privacy, I would just speak into the microphone on my phone, and so there it was when I needed it to transcribe it to my computer. How did you how did you get that f- feedback? Did you get that instant feedback of your of the crowd of the like where, who you were speaking to? Did you use the the content within that to get instant feedback? Or um, well, no, I mean, well, kind of, I guess, because I was speaking on a lot of this stuff. And so I would get the feedback from people. I didn't use those actual recordings. I created new ones because again, I wanted to be super concise to fit each tip on one page. But, um, but, but the practice of presenting it over and over and getting that feedback from people like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Kind of was a, a hint to me that, hey, that should be one of the tips that should be in there. How did you go deep on, on the actual tips itself did you did you did you like almost like force yourself within a sort of time limit or or was it just sporadic as in you just sort of you just free flow in on your phone and then just put it all together when it came together my process was that I started with an out just a list of what the tips could be And then as I would start to write out a tip, I might say, oh, wait a minute, this is two tips. Or as I'd write out another tip, I'd say, you know what, this kind of is the same as tip number 12 that I wrote last week. And so I would combine that. So it was really kind of a fluid process. But the first piece that I did was to write a list of all of the possible tips that I could have in there. And that helped me to organize them also into sections so that I have the building trust section, the communication section, the resistors section, and the perseverance section. So it also helped me to organize it before I even wrote any of the tips out. Did Was that always the way that you were going to go with like tips? You weren't going to write as a, a story or was this just something that evolved 
with time. No, I, I always thought a book had to be a book. I needed to have a book with chapters and it was thick and it was expensive. And, and I went to a seminar at a speaker's conference and it was called Write Your Tip Book in 30 Days. And like a little light bulb went off over my head, like, Anne, it doesn't have to be that hard. Like I was making it way harder than it needed to be. And the way you think about the way people consume media right now, it's quick. It's burst. We don't have time to sit down and read a full book. And I wanted people to actually get something out of this thing. So the tip book just made so much sense. Uh, yeah. And obviously through that, your your book was more of a doing book as well. That it basically just made people sort of take action on what they were, were doing as well. And that's what my goal was to have things that people could quickly open up, read one tip and then go do that or go work on that or marinate on that for for however long they wanted to work on that. Um, it was really planting seeds for action and being very tactical. That's my approach. I like people to have things they can walk away and do something with. I'm not the philosophical, you know, conceptual kind of person. I'm going to give you here, go with this. There's place for both. I'm just not the real conceptual person. <laughs> Did you think of like a, an ideal client or an ideal avatar with, with the book itself? Yeah. I mean, generally I speak to with, with a lot of the other things I do from my podcast to my retreats to a lot of my speaking, though a lot of my speaking isn't. It's basically for that fired up female leader who's ready to look inside herself to say, what can I do? to get differently, to get better results with the people around me. So I kind of wrote it with her in my head, but the fact is change is hard for everyone. And I've gotten a lot of great responses from people that are managing people and the, from people that aren't managing people, just saying, let me think through this whole process as I work through all of these changes within my organization. Is there an almost like an aftercare package to your, to your books? Well, I mean, I have an email list. I have a podcast. Um, I've got I've got retreats. So, I mean, if people are interested in working with me more based on what they're reading in the book, there are a lot of avenues for that if they if they wanted to. And that's really the the point of this book. You know, a lot of people write a book, so it's going to be a bestseller on Amazon, and they'll sell a million copies through Barnes and Noble. That's not what this my the point of this was for me. Like success for me with this was that this was kind of a business card. This was kind of the start of a conversation where somebody's be like, this Ann Bonnie chick, I kind of like her. I'm going to go see what else, what else she's got. Um, so that, that was success for me in, in creating these books. Did you, did you use your podcast to, to build the awareness of the, of the book itself? You, I should, I, I haven't enough. Um, I absolutely should and will be. I keep forgetting to mention it in the outro of my podcast after the interviews. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I should be utilizing that. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not right. the marketing master. <laughs> so what, what did you do to, 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 to market the book itself? Was there anything that you, you, you did? Did you, did you send it out to people that you felt that would get into the hands of the people that you needed to get into? Yeah. So I sent it out to past clients. Um, I obviously let all my network know, let my email list know. I did mention it on the podcast. I should mention it some more. Um, but I also offer it in my speaking contract. So I'm doing most of my business is 
motivational speaking and leadership training. And so in the contracts, when I'm sending an offer, I'll offer it as a part of the package. So if you've got a big conference, you got a thousand people there, I'll give you a bulk discount on the book. So everybody in the audience can have a copy. And a lot of my meeting planners are taking advantage of that because the book ends up being kind of an aftercare program for the speech. So they see my get over it talk and they, they're like, oh, I want a little more. Well, you could take this home and keep studying up on how to lead your team through change. How has that worked for you? Have you had some like feedback that's been good? Like, as in, have you noticed that there's been links between speaking and the credibility builder of the book being given out at events? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, there's just something about a book that gives you credibility automatically. Somebody, oh, you have a book? Oh, well, woo, you know? And all of a sudden you, you and I, I shouldn't tell you how easy it is to self-publish. This could be a piece of garbage. It's not, and I spent a lot of time making sure it was good, but it's so easy to publish a book for yourself these days. I shouldn't say that. But the fact is, it is a huge credibility builder in people's minds. And so when there is, you know, when somebody's looking for a speaker, when they have a book, it does kind of put you more towards the front of the line. So really, in summary, really, it's um, don't make it hard. Make it as easy as possible. And there's different avenues that you can go down to, to actually make your book. You don't have to necessarily go down the traditional route. Exactly. I mean, and that's that's something I've been working on a lot lately is I, I tend to make things so hard and always looking around at how else could I do this to make it just a little bit easier, to make it a little bit more, you know, convenient to me. You know, some people wouldn't think that the speaking out your your book would be helpful. Others are like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Some people just repurpose their blog posts if they've got blog posts from a long time or journal entries or you know, notes from things that they've learned along the way. Just taking that and repurposing it can also be a great avenue to create a book for yourself. Do you think that's almost helped you stand out with your book that it hasn't been a, a traditional book? I think so. And I, and I hope it means, you know, because it's so easy to consume, I hope it means that more people are actually reading it. I mean, the statistics on how many books get read versus how many books get bought, there's so many fewer, it's like ridiculously low, the number of books that get read. So I'm hoping that people will actually be able to find the time to open it up and, uh, and, and get something out of it. Definitely. Well, it's been great to have you on the show. And and um, where can anybody catch you? Um, do you have any links where people can get in contact with you? Sure. Best place is yourchangespeaker.com. Yourchangespeaker.com is my website. You'll get the link to the books. You'll get the link to the uh, podcast and, and all my speaking and all of that stuff. It's all right there. Brilliant. And thank you so much again. Thanks, Fergus. It was great to be on.